Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, boys, and according to our analytics, even more boys. My name is Adam Peary, <laughs> and you join us for the NXT 2.0. Oh, I'm gonna, that's my that's my that's, okay. my that's my twist on the classic. The NXT preview with myself, Adam Cleary, and Michael Cedric filling in, of course, for Adam Wilborn and whoever the hell else would normally be here. I presume Hamlet. But if you're a fan of this sort of thing, don't forget to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your dirty little podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review and preview Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, everything that goes on in the world of pro wrestling, as well as the occasional interview, a roundtable, a discussion, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. Uh-huh. card subject to change uh-huh. Uh-huh. but as I say I am joined by one half of the Dadly Boys by the pinnacle the premier author here at What Culture Towers Michael Sedgwick who not only wrote an incredible book about AEW called Becoming All Elite which you can check out now from whatculture.bigcartel or on Amazon but also not too many moons ago knew a little thing or two about NXT now look I don't, I'm not wanting to toot my own cock. I used to do my own NXT show as well. So I think, given that we are at Skeleton Staff this week, I think we're still bringing quite a lot yes. of NXT-orientated grey matter to this podcast. So I'm expecting good things. I'm expecting big things from this podcast. Such a dick. <laughs> Why? Just pressure. I'm just trying to get the, look, I get the energy up. Man. Okay, okay, okay. Gotta get the energy so you've got no uh, cynical motivations. No, I just, I see the new colour scheme of NXT. I see the vibrancy, the light of it. I see... <laughs> And I just think, yes, this is a show that everybody wants to get into. Clip that, someone. <laughs> I see <laughs> and I go, yes. That's something I want to get into. To and be fair, so Wilbur does that unironically. So. Yes. Although, well, actually, to be fair, there's lots of us to get our teeth into, uh, no pun intended, because they've actually announced absolutely loads for NXT tonight, almost as if they were going up against another pro wrestling show. They never used to do this when I used to cover it, but tonight, we've got quite a lot, quite a lot going on. It's the best show on wrestling television, NXT 2.0, in bits uh-huh. for about an accumulated eight minutes. Yeah. But it's such perverse joy. It is just fantastic. It's starting to lose steam as a schadenfreude attraction, uh-huh. but it was, the f- it was the best thing ever for like a month and a half. It was like five new characters debut every show. <laughs> it was very much One like... One from The Sopranos. Yes, it's very much like, you know when you can tell that a long-running, like, teen sitcom, some of them get, some of the cast members get plucked to do movies. They're the ones who are pegged for films. And all of a sudden, it's like, it's Johnny's cousin, who we've never mentioned once. (laughs) He's been here the whole time. Well, actually, funny you should mention that, because the main event tonight is uh, Von Wagner versus Pucci. (laughs) It's so Pucci. Pucci and NXT 2.0 are virtually the same thing. It is so... Perfect. This is the rockin' dog of the NXT it's, universe. It's the rockin' it? dog of WWE. Yeah. It is how do we, as hopelessly out of touch white people, <laughs> try and attract the youth that we've long since passed by, and the result is NXT 2.0. 
which at its best is incredibly piss poor. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, 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 look. I think that they had to do something. Yes, they did. Look, and I understand there will have been about 400 podcasts done yes, before I took this not chair. Not with your perspective. No, well, I, I did, I felt the weight of expectation and the weight of AEW and the weight of just Vince dangling around. The last few weeks I was doing the review, you could feel that something was just, it felt like they'd used up every good idea, every yes. big match, every major feud, and in the process of trying to make every week's television super exciting, and it all had to feel like a takeover, and it all had to go at a million miles an hour, they'd not been able to really develop anybody new. They hadn't had that revolving door policy, and of course, the logjam at the top of NXT now existed because they weren't having all these great stars plucked every couple of months to go on to the yeah. main roster. So now you felt like you had a show that was 50% takeover main eventers and 50% people you couldn't possibly care less about. Yeah. There was no subtlety to it. There was no variety to it whatsoever. Um, so obviously when they did the rebrand, I was like, do you know what? Yeah, whatever they're doing has to be worth worth a shot. And the few times I've checked in with it, see how my old pal's getting on, I've been thoroughly entertained. I've not been impressed. Yes. I've not been compelled to come back the next week. Yes. But I've, I, have, I have gone, hey, that's like, it's, you know what NXT's like for me now? You know, when you were growing up, there was probably, you probably had at least one friend who was like a power drinker. And they were getting all the best scrapes and scenarios. They would have all the sexiest adventures. And you used to want to tag along with that. Yes. Because like, oh, you know, you'd have your little bottle of VK or something. But they were like uh, doing the shots. They, like they were that They were that guy. It feels like bump. Now when I see NXT, it feels like bumping in, in, in the pub in your 30s at Christmas. Because they're, they're sort of, they're even worse now. Like they're still like, they're like an assistant bar manager or something. Like they've moved away. But they're like they're still trying to be that like incredibly impressive yes. session drinker, which to you, uh, yeah, I remember that. That probably was a lot of fun back then. But I, I've got a mortgage now, you know. I, I I need things to be slightly more considered and, and refined. And it, it upsets me to see that you've not really you've changed in a superficial way. Yes, you dress differently. Certainly, maybe it's a fancy haircut you've got. Probably a sleeve tattoo, for example. But fundamentally, or going from straightened hair to like. Boofed up quick yeah, sort there's of just, deal. The, yeah. There's some very superficial changes, but you are deep down to still the same big mess that I used to find very impressive, and now I just worry about in the long term. Yes. How much longer can you possibly keep going? Surely this is all going to catch up with you eventually. That laboured analogy, that's how I feel about NXT. Yes. It's nice to see it in the pub at Christmas, and I hope it looks after itself in the long run, but also I just feel like I've moved on. Dead at like, 50? I, I, dead at 50, yeah. Right, so anyway, speaking of which, right, the lineup for tonight is actually quite stark. There's a lot, lot they, of... They actually do some thought. It does appear there's quite a lot of thought. Bad thought can be thought. Uh, I'm trying to work out. I've got, I've got my little list of the six things that have been announced at the time Six? Of six things that have been announced at the time of recording. And I don't know where... Oh, do, you, do you want to go in at the top or do you want to go in at the bottom? Retention is key. Retention, good idea. Yes, we'll keep that for it right. So, at the bottom... Von Wagner will appear. <laughs> yes. Yes, he will. Von Wagner, my God. We love him here at What Culture Towers. Yeah. He's developed into quite the meme. Quite the meme. It, he's a great and a bad meme because he'll never get numbers. Talking about Von Wagner because no. NXT 2.0 was so very niche, doesn't track, mm -hmm. and yet he's so fun to impersonate. Please feel free. Calm Tuesday. Von Wagner saw an opportunity and he jumped on it. 
my favourite thing about Von Wagner is he doesn't get out. He just doesn't get out. OWT, out. Understanding. Right. Just get it. <laughs> it's like, you know, the teleprompter gag from Anchorman. Yes. It's like that, but with WWE copy instead of someone doing with the controls. So he had a line the other week, and it was meant to be um, something to the effect, I'm paraphrasing, of... But my war has just begun. Oh, yes, I did see this. Yes, yes. He McGillicutted it a bit, didn't he? Yeah. But because he's trained to speak <laughs> in WWE speak, yeah, you might have won that battle. But my NXT TakeOver war games have just begun. He didn't say it like that, but he did say my uh, war games. It's oh, like, no, that's just no. the name of the show you've appeared on. Oh, you're no. Meant, you're meant to be doing a little pun on the, on the thing. So my NXT TakeOver war games on the WWE network, they've just begun. The guy's. Got weird energy. Yeah. The guy is... I just love it. And I I say this on every podcast, and I'm sorry, but I'll never get over the wonder that is Von Wagner. He's a guy who's not prepared for television. (laughs) So much so that I genuinely feel a bit sorry for the guy. Like, he's not camera ready. He's not natural in front of the camera, nor is he comfortable in front of the camera. He's decent mechanically. I'll Mm -hmm. give him that without being blown away. Whenever he's in a match with a great wrestler, he's often exposed. But, you know, he can do his bit. Um, just doesn't feel like a TV star. It just feels like that's what my famous, quasi-famous dad did, so I should do it. He's simply very tall. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, that's enough. That's enough, isn't it? They just go, ah, he's big him. What's what's interesting, this is me agreeing with your point, even though if you break down the sentence I'm about to say, that's not what I'm doing. Everything you've just said there, he is not a particularly compelling screen presence. He is not ready for TV, and yet... When I've watched him on television, I am enraptured by yeah, the television. You it's know, the paradox of Von yeah. Wagner. It is storylines because people out there might care, <laughs> like we don't. He's beaten Kyle O'Reilly out of the territory. Yep. So I think next job for him is to just mutilate loads of lads on a pursuit of championship glory. I was, I would, I would concur because he, he he's scheduled to appear. Yes. So you'd imagine this is going to be another unmissable. Hand, mic, ring, segment. I can't remember. I don't know what sentence I was going for there. Yeah, no, it it, is, it fell know. out in a roughly understandable order. I think this could be one of these can't miss speaking segments of his, possibly so. followed by some. Uh, you know what this backs off to me? Uh, Stooge, uh, ring helper, uh, gets beat up and he has to be removed from the building because he's just, you can't contain him. Yes, because his war games have just begun. his war games. Have just begun, Michael. Just begun. Yeah. Who would you like to see them put him with? Uh, I mean, he likes doing a lot of heavy lifting there, but who would you be least disappointed by? Exactly. I don't want to go into full nihilism territory for the second time on a Tuesday. Calm Tuesday of Calm all Tuesday. Tuesday. Of all Tuesdays. It's like Rusev Day, except every Tuesday is Calm Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Weirdly, from what I've heard, that was pretty much the gist of Rusev Day as well. Yeah. I don't think any of these talents are going to develop. Uh-oh. Yeah, at some point, you put him in there with the Kyle O'Reilly's, he's gone. You put him in there with Pete Dunn, he's an idiot who signed a contract for three years. They're going to have to get better at some point. Right. <laughs> Even though it's going to be like Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong just working all these guys like every week for about three years to get them ready for the main roster. Still like 50 or 60. So they don't care about putting heels and heels together in this promotion. So it could realistically be Pete Dunn, who I think is a baby face. Uh, Roderick Strong, I've got no idea. He last feuded with a more insufferable heel, but he's in a... Put it with Roderick Strong or Pete Dunne. In fact, put all of them with Roderick Strong and or Pete Dunne 
for a year when they know no one's really watching, when they know there's enough people watching that USA Network probably won't cancel them. To the total detriment of storyline continuity or fresh developments, if they want these Goliaths to be able to work, mm-hmm. just put them in there with strong and done. And that's not even a good way to develop talent. You want people to work different territories. You want them to work different styles. You want them to get over in front of different audiences. This isn't the WWE way. There's mm-hmm. a ceiling to the WWE way, and the best way of doing it is to rote mechanics. And the best way of doing that is with guys who know what they're actually doing. Well, I That's the s- boring answer. I would say genuinely, we have done stupendously well to get that much airtime out of the sentence. Von Wagner will appear. Yes. So well, well done us, and let's move yes. on. Grizzled Young Veterans versus the Creed Brothers. There's a match. Now, you say that NXT 2.0 is your mate at Christmas, and you never really check him. Not know. during the... No, I've got, I've got rid of Facebook. I've got no idea what he's doing during the year. So it's yes. just, it, you just know he's going to be in that pub. Are you... So you're probably unfamiliar with the Grizzled Young Veterans new act, their new gimmick. The new... The, I am still very much Grizzled Young Veterans Classico. Right. Uh, whenever I think about them, that is the, the you know, the the, the, the zip-up jacket and the full-sail neck beards. Yes. That's what comes to mind with me. Could you, would you give me a quick crash course on the new, on the new, uh, Indeed. Aesthetic? Indeed. Right. So in WWE, you can't just simply be a professional wrestler. No. If you have a characteristic as a professional wrestler, that has to be completely amplified. Yes. And ideally, removed from the pro wrestling context almost altogether. So the idea is the Grizzly Young Veterans are a heel unit yes. who distract referees in order to get the double-team advantage. Right. God, to make that despicable. Yes. Easily understandable. Mm. You've been, everyone, the median age viewer of this program is 62 years old, so they should kind of understand how traditional tag team psychology works in this regard. Well, they don't. <laughs> because the Grizzly Young Veterans, in order to express what they do in the ring, away from that boring ring as possible, to make it comprehensible to the olds that they are getting and to the youth who might not know anything who they are targeting. They now distract Uber drivers to steal their food deliveries so that when they go to deliver the food, they're like, where's the food? Oh, those grizzled young veterans have distracted the Uber driver retrieved their produce and have now scoffing it. What? So now the audience has an idea of what they can do. They can apply this to the ring. I, I, I the viewer, now understand that these are duplicitous, conniving, scheming men. Yes. And I, I truly hope that the, the heroes that are put in there to face them do not come a cropper in the same way as an Uber driver would. Indeed. Because obviously... Happening to an Uber driver who, in his place of work, does, does not expect to be to be tricked or to be made a mug of. His guard is down, understandably. Yes. But surely that, that can't happen to experienced professional wrestlers who, who know this about the grizzled young veterans and who must be, you know, head must be on a swivel at yes. all times. Yes, unfortunately. You are joking. Unfortunately. You, 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 you jest. It's a transferable skill. Uh, well, I am, I am stunned. That they didn't need to learn. Because they were already NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Ah, oh, of course, that's correct, isn't it? And they were heels at the time. They were. And they successfully distracted the referee to the completion of their goal. You, you don't... I mean, obviously, we, 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 neither you nor I can accurately foresee the future. We'd be very rich men if we could. But you don't, you don't believe that perhaps this is a fate that could befall the Creed brothers this evening, do you? Well, potentially. Potentially. The Grizzly Young Veterans 
or have arrived at this match mm. because the Creed brothers had a match with uh, it was someone last week or two weeks ago I can't remember where Grizzly Young veterans were providing commentary duties right. Zach Gibson did call Wade Barrett a grass, which was amusing. objectively very funny. Yes. So they removed themselves from commentary, and they everyone buried this as the worst finish ever. And I'm like, is it the worst finish <laughs> ever, or is there a kernel of like, <laughs> is there a kernel here? The grizzly, young, the grizzly young veterans got up from commentary, and they removed the tag rope, right? Right. So the referee, and then they went back, uh-huh. and the referee. Wouldn't let someone tag in because there's no, no tag. Well, that's that's a that's a correct application of the rules. I didn't think it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I, I I think that sounds actually quite clever. It was pretty dumb. Yeah, the referee could just go, oh, well, that's disappeared, but it's pretty shan. But maybe they, th- the referee, thought. You know, this is m- more time than anyone dedicates about this, talking about this program. Well, here we are on the Wrestling Observer uh, Radio, um, on the Raw Review podcast. They also preview AEW and NXT in a tight 50. Well. They do NXT and Alvarez as well. We've got to talk about this NXT 2.0 show. And Dave Meltzer audibly goes, <laughs> Look, mate, business 101, you can't just be doing what everyone else is doing. Maybe there is an audience out there that does want a tight 30 or 40 preview in NXT. I mean, I do, yeah, maybe. And <laughs> if, they, if they do, mate, then we are as duty-bound as that referee yes. was to not allow the tag. This... Match will be um, nowhere near as good as it could be in any other promotion. That's mm. the gift of WWE that no one gets. <laughs> you put these talents in any other promotion, the match is going to be better, yeah. right? But this is the bigger one, mm. and it's the most successful. Look, the, it, it sucks. You've you've really sold me on the reinvention of Grizzled Young Veterans here, and I, for one, cannot wait until this evening to see what scamps and tricks and yes. how they what underhand methods they use to uh, overcome. The Creed Brothers. Who are a heel team. Yes. Who are situationally babyface by proxy because the leader of the stable just wrestled a more insufferable heel. Good. Right. So uh, after that, Triple... Oh, no, no. He's a heel now because he wrestled Ron Breaker last Well, at the time of recording. Who who knows what he's going to be by the time that match starts. Well, well, Trick Williams versus Dexter Loomis. Trick Williams. (coughs) Earnestly great. Right. He's the hype man for Carmelo Hayes. He's Uh his mate. Going down the line here to the start of the podcast, <laughs> when I was saying like, "Oh, he is," you know, this guy's mate. He's been around the whole time. You yeah. just never saw him once. That was Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Is like, "Oh, yeah, it's Trick." You know, you know, you know, Trick. It's like, no, it's the first time. I've, uh, don't lie to me. Ah, uh, you know, Trick. You know, Trick. You met Trick. Ah, uh, met Trick. You're at that party. Trick's trick. patter is supreme. I hope he gets a chance to talk, but if he doesn't, right, he's in there with a babyface serial killer. Yeah, which is just so NXT. I love it. Slash Shagger. Yes, I was. I was around. I was. I was. I bore witness to the quick reinvention of Dexter Loomis as a power bottom. That was interesting. Yep. Yes. So basically, ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. You might get a little... Power bottom's thrown you there. Yeah, it has. You might get a shred of actual... DP, decent patter. Yep. Because Trick Williams is like a really great, expressive, charismatic dude who's like quite funny and he knows his role as a comedic foil quite well. Yeah, yeah. Him reacting to scary serial killer stuff be good. might be WWE good. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, I have no idea. I, look, I remember, as I was saying before, there was that little vibe I had at the time of my uh, my uh, exit from the NXT review show here at What Culture. God, I made it sound like I got cancelled there. The way I just want to stop doing it. Yes. Um, the, the only real person that hadn't been there at the no start... No one who ever worked at What Culture could ever get cancelled. As it stands right now, that's technically true. That's the present. Yeah, they'll get cancelled after they leave, which is quite handy. Um, Dexter Lewis was the only person who really felt that he was like, he was not there at the start. He did not exist when they moved to, to television. And now he feels like he's either part of the furniture or reasonably placed, or he just feels like, he feels like an important part of that brand. Is his work? I wasn't particularly impressed by his work. Got more ups and downs. I didn't didn't hate the character because it felt original. But he was like, there was him and there was Cameron Grimes, and that was kind of it. Just loads really. of kick pad lads who are good at wrestling. Otherwise, yeah, it was just like, and to see he's still there because he's got that kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Though you will have some better verbiage for this than I have. There's something about Dexter Loomis that. The soap opera, the washed out has been soap opera writers who do mon- who do Raw and SmackDown. I cannot believe yes. one of them's gone. Please, can I have Dexter Loomis to do something stupid with for three weeks and then completely forget about? I cannot believe that hasn't happened to him yet because, as you say, there is an expressive quality to him. There is a very obvious. Here is this man's gimmick. He stares a lot, and yes. that's normally the kind of thing they latch onto like a goddamn limpet mine and ruin in the space of like a month. How has that not happened? How is he still there? He's not the youngest. But like all the main roster guys are 40 anyway. Well, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. Boogs is a classic example. Yes. Because he was never, he wasn't, I couldn't believe they didn't give him like a, a good spot during the, 
the, the, the initial waves of lockdowns and there was no crowd because if anybody was going to make that show feel like like there was a crowd there, it's a man pretending he's playing yes. to a huge crowd. I couldn't believe they couldn't find a way to use him during that. But somebody on the main roster went, oh, this guy's like, he's like heavy metal and he, he's a big, and he screams and he plays guitar. Oh yeah, I could just have him do that exact thing on television for three months. Dexter Loomis is exactly that same kind of character. There is a, a, a repeatable joke in that, which they will not get tired of making until they forget to make it. Yes. And I can't believe he's still there. It's odd. He kind of... It's really boring and he serves no purpose. We've had several <laughs> in-depth discussions about the yeah, very purpose of Dexter yeah. Loomis. Okay. He will defeat Trick Williams, just to do the boring actual remit of the podcast. <laughs> He will uh, defeat Trick Williams and have a title match with North American champion Carmelo Hayes, both of which will be tedious. Right. Um, yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing further to add to that. That's probably if, if that's if that's what's good, if that's what's going to happen, says Rick. Then I, that's that's what. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Look, I'm just I'm a bit I'm a bit excited here because obviously you are aware how much of the office patter I have been. Exposed to yes, right? and it gives glad me he said that. Not subjected to no, no. Exposed around. I, I join in where I can, but I'm always worried about looking like Richard Hammond sometimes because you all come downstairs and it's clearly you know you've you've unearthed another gem yes. through the medium of the podcast. And I understand the joke. I get it. I'm not like pretending I understand. I get the joke. I wasn't there for it. Yeah, it's not my joke, but I do really want to be involved yeah. in it. So it gives me genuine tingles of excitement to say that the next announced match is. Uh, it's uh, Peter Dune versus uh, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo. How's, eh. he, how's he getting on? It's not as fun as it was. I'm no! sorry. I'm, not, I'm so no! sorry. I'm so sorry. He's. <sighs> well, we need to play the game. Okay. It's the oh, Tony yeah, D'Angelo predictor. <laughs> That's Wilborn's pronunciation. I'm trying to tell him. Italian Americans. Right. Who we are. Um, <clears throat> Satirizing through the lens of WWE's yeah, um, yeah, caricature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In caricature, <laughs> they <laughs> end words that end in OR with like, ah, predictor. Predictor. But his predictor because predictor. he's, he's an <laughs> because he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So what we tend to do is think of something that he's gonna say and uh, something that he's gonna do. Okay. So what you gotta work with here is that he's wrestling a match. With a pretty dry but excellent, but English, but English guy. So, can you do? You might do a pre-tape. In this context, we'll say he's going to do a pre-tape promo. Okay? okay, okay. This is the big challenge. We can all do quasi-problematic impressions, depending on the region. So don't get touched. Okay. Can you do? This is the layer. This is what makes a good impressionist, and when neither of those things. Yep, yep, yep. Can you do? Tony D'Angelo <laughs> talking in a Brum accent. So the layer is Italian-American makes a man from Birmingham using a specific word which you'll win the prize. The prize. Tomorrow if you get it right. Okay. A specific word. It's got to be Italian-American doing Brum. Okay. All right. So, all right. So he'd be standing. He'd be standing in a meat market. Yes. Right. Like this. Okay. He'd be standing in a meat market. The people would be it'd be bustling around him, right? He'll be talking to somebody off camera, and then all of a sudden you realize the camera's there. He'd be like, "Hey, be done! I hear you're from the Queen's England. How do you do, matey? <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> how do you do? How do you do, Governor? Well, I'll tell you how you're gonna do. You're gonna do bad. Oh, I could have done better than bad. 
you're gonna do <laughs> what you gonna what you gonna do, Pete Dunn? You're gonna do nothing. You're gonna do nothing, Pete Dunn. Nothing. That's how you're doing, bruv. From Birmingham, England. <laughs> Birmingham. Oh, That's exactly only, the only ham I know about is Serrano ham. And I'm going to put you in my meat slice, and that's the last anybody's going to see you. How you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I went Enzo. We'll always go Enzo. You've joined you always, it. You've got to go Enzo. You've yeah. joined it. We always do Enzo at the end of uh, Tony the Enzo. Like, oh, so if, uh, the, 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 um, the, uh, the MacGuffin here is the word ham, and the comparison is going to be made between Birmingham and uh, him putting Pete Dunne in a, one of the, you know, those nice slices you get at the Morrison's yes. Deli counter. Making wafer-thin slices of Pete Dunne. That's the angle he's going to go. I like that, but the problem is it's too committed. They've <sighs> kind of, they used to have fun with the stereotype, but over the recent weeks it feels like they've just, they've lost interest in the novelty that is Tony D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. As illustrated by, in War Games, it was almost pitiable. Um, Tony D'Angelo did nothing. It was like, it was almost noticeable how little he did. Because like, oh, Tony you're, you're telling me that his war games are still yet to begin. <laughs> yes. It was like, you know that anti-hook thing where everyone's like, oh, what's Hook going to do? When's Hook going to do it? Tony D'Angelo's like, oh, Tony D'Angelo's doing nothing and I've got no anticipation for it. Uh, for my Tony D'Angelo predictor, I think that he's simply going to um, wrestle a really long <laughs> match that's incredibly... The proximity to the mat is going to be so dull. It's going to be like watching Dory Funk Jr. How you doing? Wow. <laughs> wow. And uh, there's, yeah, people like Dory Funk Jr. Do you know if it, I don't know, this is, I, can't, I don't know why I'm admitting this because it adds nothing to what you're saying and also it just makes me sound like an idiot. Yeah. I genuinely thought for years and years, Dory Funk Jr. was one of Mick Foley's kids. I thought he just called his kid Dory Funk Jr. Foley. Because he loves Terry Funk. Yes. I don't know where. I'm sure, I think maybe he's got another kid that has a name. That's something Dewey. like Dewey. That's it. And my brain. Dewey Foley. My brain just went, well, I've got two facts here and I can't be bothered to keep them both. So we'll just make them. We'll merge them as one. At some point, you can separate them when you need that information. Then lo and behold, I had nothing to do with pro wrestling in any capacity for about 10 years of what was actually a fairly well-decorated, successful journalism career. And then I came here, but I was unable to separate those two facts. So every time someone was talking about Dory Funk Jr., I thought that that was one of Mick Foley's kids. And he just called one of his kids Dory Funk Jr. Foley. Don't know why I'm telling you that. Anyway, uh, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. It's a street fight. It's a street fight. It's a street fight. It is a street fight. Um, and I would just, I would like to, I would like to opine here, as somebody who saw many of the, the initial, uh, the genesis of the beginning of the origins of uh, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai, absolutely excellent in these kind of gimmick matches where there's some kind of... She sells so well. She's, yes. got, she's got that Sasha Banks thing of you thinking, oh, she's that's a terrible botch. And it's actually not. She just yes. sells really well. She's really good at that. She's got... Um, her the which her expressiveness in the in the the dying embers of these matches where you need to believe she is out on her ass but is determined to not get beat she's great at that and also Raquel Gonzalez is brick so I actually think it's be quite good well not to piss on your chips but uh, Dakota Kai's got a new gimmick she's got, she's got pink hair yes 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 she's the Joker baby oh, but seriously she's like she does this thing where she's got like a head tilt and like kind of a tick and she's a bit like unhinged because of how this um dissolved friendship is like hurt a soul and she has this taken <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say this we usually play like two truths and a lie sometimes as well I will tell you no lies on this podcast and I'm an honest man 
She is, in fact, so unstable mentally, Dakota Kai, which we can tell by her twirling around in maniacal laughter and head tilts. Like, you know, the jarring head tilt of, oh, what? And it's like, you're meant oh, to be like... What, what am I going to do now? Yeah, you're meant to be scared. <laughs> like, oh, God, the mood has changed. Yeah. Last week, she's in a uh, promo segment with someone called Cora Jade, like, really young lass. Um, bodied Darby Allen on Twitter recently. That was funny. And... Uh, <laughs> to... Uh, Viewers, viewers, you can't see this, but I've never seen a man winding up more to say something that wasn't that wasn't Wilborn doing an accent. He wasn't Jewish. I'm not formulating fiction in my head. I'm just trying to get the exact (laughs) verbiage. Scorer Jade's like 20 or something. I don't know how old um, Dakota Kai is, but she's certainly not old enough to be Cora Jade's mother. I don't think. Biologically, if Cora Jade is 20 ish, 21 maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you're right on the red line for this. Well, right the Alabama the red, red line. line. You're on the Alabama red line, not the like, not the church red line, on the Alabama red line. Because the church one's like much five, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thirty. Dakota guy's thirty-three. All oh, right. So Cora Jade is twenty. That does you can't. Anyway. Not a year. Look, not obviously again for the the scores of women who listen to all our wrestling output. Going, God, don't you know anything about the? female reproductive organs in the uterus and all this stuff. Like, yes. Well, but I know enough. I know enough to get by my life, but rarely does this come up on a podcast of could one of these women be the other's mother. So Cora J goes, something to the effect of, you're not my mom, or thanks, mom, as if to say, huh, I'm younger and hotter than you because it's all about sex. Mm. For a brief moment, Dakota Kai looks inward and thinks, asks herself... Did I shag her dad? Yeah, am I her mother? <laughs> just like she's confused by getting called back because she's this unstable and she's this coiled to attack at any moment that when Cora Jade's like, mom's an insult because she's older. Huh? That's how unstable. So think of what she could do in a street fight. Yeah, that's the implication. And um, this will be a, <laughs> this will be a very, very great match. Yeah. Ruined by the fact that they are going to make Dakota Kai, one, go crazy, (laughs) two, because it's NXT, there was a previous interaction with Dakota Kai when she was just getting into character Mm. about a month ago where she was going to attack Cora Jade with a famous prop uh, shovel, which is going to undermine the whole idea of violence tonight. And then... In a conflict, told her to not do that. They're in a conflict. Yeah, because these characters are textured, they're layered. Yeah, they're yeah, sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. This match is going to suck when it should rule. You'll get some good violent spots in it for all the reasons you genuinely eloquently outlined, but they are going to ruin it with their terrible characterization and imposition of melodrama. Well, I agree with that. I, I hope, I genuinely hope that that's inaccurate and overly harsh and possibly a bit, what's the word I want? Cynical. Not cynical. I don't think it's, I think, I think it's earned what you've said there. I don't think it's cynical. The, uh, b- b- pessimistic. Yes. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we are, we do have reason to be optimistic for. What can't possibly disappoint? Uh, AJ Styles, in the middle of doing nothing on Monday Night Raw at the minute, finally a good use of it. Yes. Currently completely free as a bird. Yes. Is appearing um, to feud with Grayson Waller. Because Grayson Waller made fun of his hair on Twitter 
So AJ Styles, now the speculation is, will be going to NXT in some capacity uh, for a prolonged period of time. And um, Grayson Waller, for some reason. Grayson Waller is the guy around whom NXT has just inexplicably become built. Grayson Waller is, is this example we've got now of all the names on NXT all sound like lower league English football players. Yes. Yep. So Grayson Waller is the guy who is... Um, Kind of retired Johnny Gargano, and if he wasn't directly responsible, he made sure he went away forever or went away on a bad note mm. because he beat him up when he was uh, cutting his tearful goodbye promo. Uh, that he, that he, that he. Uh, Grayson Waller last week was built as the guy who every he's such a heel with such heat with a locker room with everyone that everyone hates him, and they were doing the show long. Um, storyline where even like the heels were being dicks to him because that's how bad he is, and noted industry veteran, Bron Breaker, kick, <laughs> kicked him kicked him out of the locker room like he was uh, Bob Holly in 2006. That's, uh, honestly, some, it's sometimes it's not the joke, is it? It's the delivery of yes. the joke. And that, and that example, what, that was that, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So Grayson Waller's like the big uber heel, the essentially. Uber heel, yeah. And I suspect AJ Styles is being parachuted into NXT 2.0 for all of maybe two weeks if they do like a, I, th- I don't know the schedule, but they might well tape next week's 2.0 after tonight. Um, so the idea is they could set up a match tonight with some angle or other and then do a match that will 1 million percent go to a non-finish next week because they don't want to beat a guy from Raw who needs to preserve his value ahead of a big match with the Moss, yeah. um, who's a bigger project than Grayson Waller, and nor do they want to beat Grayson Waller because he's the new heel of the brand. I've just but sorry. Go, I was just going to say I've just I'm not overly familiar with Grayson Waller, but I've just looked him up while you've been talking there, and he looks to me as if Dexter Loomis did a cameo on Saved by the Bell as a wrestler. Yes, and it was like, oh look, he's he's it's outside of his range. He's trying to prove he can activate, and he's got a bit of range. He just looks. That's 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 that's. This is now the warm center of the universe that NXT is currently yes, orbiting around. Yes. You know what? We, I can actually do three truths and a lie, right? Oh, yeah. So let us just give us a minute. Three truths? Three truths and a lie. Because he's had three gimmicks, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to think of just a roller decks randomly. It's in there somewhere. Ran, just a randomly generated thing that. Right. Okay. Which of these is Grayson Waller not? He's three of them. Ha, like, has been separately in the past? Yeah. Okay. Boxing Golden Gloves champion. Okay. Adrenaline junkie. Okay. Social media influencer. Okay. Fanny magnet. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Just right. So, Golden Gloves boxer. Yep. Adrenaline, Adrenaline junkie. So, like extreme sports. Sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media influencer. Yeah. Or fanny magnet. Yeah. Well, speaking as all four, I find the least likely one there to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use a bit of uh deductive reasoning here. I'm gonna say probably not the social media influencer because they did do a bit of the whole selfie thing while Austin Theory was on the brand and continues to do a bit of that while he's on the main roster. And I don't think I think they would see that as exactly the same thing and wouldn't do it twice. Regrettably, you are the worst the most wrong. The most wrong. Because he's been all four, I tricked you. Oh! <laughs> Week to week, the character changed, and it's now primarily the social hey, media influencer. Hey, can I just say, by the way, your little 
the, that look of panic on your face, you realize there was dead air involved while you were thinking. That I've never been sold a, I've never been sold a fate like that in my life. Thank you. I was like, oh, do I, oh, do I have to, I have to stall for time? So he's got, oh, he, oh, oh, I can see he's really trying to think of this. Oh, yeah, good. Oh, good of him, good of him. And you've done me. You've done me a kipper, have you? Done you a kipper. So that's his gimmick. He's all for. But he's all for. The most prominent is the social media influencer because the idea is that's what kids like. That is what kids like. Social that is what media. Kids like. That is what kids like. So they're trying to connect with the kids. Mm. Um, like, Catholic priests would be more successful connecting with kids in NXT 2.0. <laughs> I should have done this joke before the podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. But it, it's just, uh, it's absolutely worthless. As soon as I saw AJ Styles doing some of Grey Smaller, I'm thinking, none of this will matter. There'll be no conclusion to any of this, but this show desperately needs a shot in the arse hey, ratings by the, by the sounds of it, this is, it looks, sounds like they've gone and picked the most Gen Z wrestler they've got on the roster with, let's face it, wrestling's premier boomer. And that's a, that's a feud I can get behind yes. for WrestleMania. Yes. The, it's an intergenerational war as well as interpromotional. This is level of storytelling nuance I don't normally expect from this company. Because AJ Styles is like 40 years old. And he should be 80. I would say 44 AJ Styles. And he's got the values of someone way older. For, 44. Is he? 44. He still gets about like that. 44. He's, I was hoping me and you, yeah. Like. He's class <laughs> at his craft. He's class at his craft. Um, you know what? You've removed the cynicism from me because that's genuinely a good premise. It's a good angle. It won't conclude. Um, oh, they'll not they'll absolutely not do it that way. But yes. yeah, 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 you yeah. can. You can certainly you can head cannon your own good reason for yes. this to happen, which you tend to have to do uh, with WWE. Right, I just I don't want us hitting the hat trick of uh, Catholic Church sex offense jokes. So I'm gonna gonna wrap us up there uh, before before you get onto his Jesus. All right, so that'll that'll uh, we'll, we've done forty minutes on this, which is more than anybody ever wants to hear. Is about this an elaborate too. setup joke for an unannounced Jerry Lawler return? Nobody imagine if it was. <laughs> and our seventh thing tonight. Uh, and yes, if legal listening to that, I will cut. Just drop me an email very urgently. Right. So, Michael Cedric, thank you so much for uh, for enduring yet another podcast with me today. We've previewed, we've previewed NXT 2.0. Uh, as I'm now. Why? Why the sickness? Are you down with the sickness? Ooh. Uh, 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 uh. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Good. Yes. That, you know what? That's good. That's an assist. I'll give you that one. Right. If you're a fan of this sort of thing, and let's face it, after the last 40 minutes, how could you not be? You can subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we review and preview Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT 2.0, and whatever else is on that particular week. Pay-per-views and stuff like that. Interviews, roundtables, discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a just a bloody good quiz. It's a bloody challenging just a, just quiz. Just a bloody good quiz on wrestle culture card subjects to change, of course. But in the meantime, Sidgwick, where can they get you on Twitter? M. Sidgwick. Get me at Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. Get the entire What Culture Wrestling family at What Culture WWE. But until tomorrow, we'll be telling you all about how good this was. You can't see the look I'm giving you. We'll, we'll see you soon. Good, goodbye. Try up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.